I was thinking today about how important it is to develop, to cultivate a healthy, happy relationship with your writing and creativity. And this episode is to talk about how you can do that. It might sound strange to think about dating your creativity, but basically I'm talking about befriending your creativity and your writing in a way that you have a healthy interaction with it. So that will become a catalyst to writing brilliant works of art, to meeting your goals. So first of all, I want you to think of the words that come to your mind about your writing and creativity. I am taking a fitness course and I have the book right in front of me. And I'm just going to actually use some of the guidance from this book for your writing, for your relationship with your creativity. So the first thing is to meditate, to spend some quiet time listening to yourself about what you say, about creativity and your writing. You can pause this podcast, set the timer for 15 to 20 minutes and just journal every single thing that comes to your mind. Yes, please write it out so that you can really document it because sometimes we hide parts of ourselves from ourselves. After you do that, you're going to decide which ones you feel are conducive to a healthy relationship and which ones are not. (laughs) And when you think of the ones that are not, you can think of them getting smaller and smaller and smaller until they're infantile, until they are so small that they pop out of existence. You are uncreating them. If another visualization works better for you, do that, such as blowing it up. (laughs) That works for some people. Um, Throwing it far away, burning it, freezing it, whatever works for you. That is just releasing, that is uncreating the energy that doesn't serve you. And then you're going to hyper-focus on the positive attributes that you really, really did like and that you do feel are healthy. And I want you to just befriend those energies by spending quality time with them for today, for a week. And when I say befriend, I'm not saying like, yeah, sit down for an hour, and just focus on that because that becomes a chore. And would you date somebody who shows up who's like, mm, I have 15 minutes. Oh, I wonder if this 15 minutes gonna be over. That's not really <laughs> a loving interaction. So when I say befriend, I actually mean that friending type of energy where you are excited. It's a treat to spend time with your creativity, with your writing 
with the positive attributes that you already recognize in yourself. You can just think about them. You can talk about them. You can visualize them. Whatever works for you, just don't make it a chore. Make it a treat, okay? And then from that place, decide on a goal such as I'm going to finish this project. I'm going to start this project. I'm going to submit this script to this competition. I'm going to let my friend read this script, whatever it is. That will be more so intention setting and goal setting. Again, notice the energy you have. Does it free uh, sorry, does it feel friendly? Or does it feel heavy, dense, gross, like you're rebelling against it, it's stressful, there's anxiety. And if any of those so-called negative emotions come up, you don't have to talk yourself out of it. I said in a previous episode that sometimes it's healthy to just validate what you're thinking and feeling in that moment. And then let it just move through you. And then you can refocus on the more positive things. I want you to really figure out the context of your creativity within your mind, within your heart. How are you framing it? Are you saying, I can't do my writing until I do this? Well, then what are you saying is more important than your creativity? Is that a lie? And if it is, amend that context. And yeah, you might need to work with somebody. And if you can hear that sound, I just want want to clarify that. I should have clarified it earlier. But if you hear this, that's just me turning my book. Okay. So again, back to befriending. When you are befriending the energy of creativity, you are developing a friendship, a relationship, you are bonding, you're getting to know one another more. And when you get to know one another more, the way in which you work together has more ease to it. I remember watching Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he said, think of physics like learning Chinese. When you first try to learn it, it's really hard. But if you dedicate three to five years to mastering that language, the language of Mandarin, um, it becomes easy in three to five years. Do that same thing with physics. Yeah, it seems overwhelming, but if you dedicate yourself to learning it over the next three to five years, you're going to understand the language of physics. So think of that with your writing. Yes, you might not know how it works. It might be overwhelming now, but if you spend the quality time with yourself within the creative space and your writing, then it will become second nature. You'll know that essence, that language so well that you understand what it's saying to you. And then you can really work with it in a way that really serves your writing career or whatever you want to do with your creativity. 
I believe that every single person on the planet is creative. (laughs) And I believe that the way the world is set up now, we are losing a lot of the imagination and creativity. So I was born in the 80s and grew up in the 90s, thank God. And the reason I say that is because I still remember when there was no internet. The children nowadays are bombarded with information on devices, on social media, so much so that it doesn't make space, make room for originality, for boredom. And from boredom, that's where creativity does its best. It's like creativity's playground, (laughs) okay? So I know it might even be hard for you as an adult to put the devices away and maneuver into boredom but I strongly encourage you to make your life reflective of being a playground for creativity. And then it'll speak to you more. So there were moments in my childhood where there was no internet and I was just staring out the window for hours (laughs) coming up with ideas and stories, okay? So, you might feel like you aren't creative. It's not true. You just need enough quietude to let your creativity speak to you. Again, think of the most optimum playground for your creativity and create that. And by default, that's actually using your creativity. You're being creative to create space for creativity, you know? So do it however you feel guided to do it. It does not have to be perfect. But as you continue to do that, you will develop the habit. And a habit becomes discipline. And guess what discipline becomes? Ease. It becomes perseverance and resilience. So I know when a lot of people hear the word discipline, they might think of being disciplined like hit or hurt or abuse. That's not what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about discipline, it's about your muscle memory. You don't have to try as hard because you've built up that wherewithal, that knowing in your body, in your mind, so you can kind of just lean into it, relax into it without putting a lot of effort, okay? But it does take time and effort to build up that discipline. And that's the beauty of the journey. So as I'm saying this, I'm sure there's rushers listening and they wanna rush to that point of ease and discipline. But that can rob you from all the amazing nuggets that you can get when you're really paying attention to all the subtleties of your journey. People watch shows because they like to watch the journey. 
They don't want to see opening credits and then ending credits. It's boring, okay? So when it comes to writing, don't rush yourself through the journey. Pay attention to all the subtleties because it'll make you a more interesting writer. Your voice will remind people of the voice that they stop listening to. And it will create an invitation for them to listen to themselves more. Okay. And again, nobody does anything perfectly all the time. <laughs> so as you move into developing that healthy relationship with writing and creativity, make space for F-ups. <laughs> make space for going the wrong way, so to speak, which is really not the wrong way. It's just a different way than you intended. Okay. And then if you are ready to at some point, you can share your truth, what you've learned with other people. I like to do walking meditations because that allows me to have quietude and spend quality time with myself. Other times I will use working out or massage or going to the sauna or eating a meal where I savor every bite, every sip. And that will allow enough space for me to really hear myself and it won't happen that I'm getting creative stuff sparsely. It is continual. I have a list of 68 scripts I want to complete by the end of 2022. And the reason I have all of those stories, not all of them are completely fleshed out, but some of them are. The reason I have all of those stories and will continue to have more stories pop up in my head is because I practice self-love and self-care. Have you heard of the five love languages? Think about that as it relates to you, how you want to treat yourself and how that can move into your creativity and your writing. Continue to observe your relationship with other things in your life as well, such as money, food, other people, movement. And then practice radical acceptance. You are who you are. And then you can ask, oh, I just got... I don't know if you heard that chime, but I just got a message on Facebook. Sorry about that. But I just want you to ask these questions and I'll end the podcast there. So once you are sitting or standing or walking, once you are in a creative playground where you are spending quality time with your writing, ask yourself these questions. Creativity is, and you're going to fill in the blank. How do I feel about creativity? 
How do I feel around other people's creativity? When do I notice myself wanting to be creative? How do I feel after I've been creative? What are some thoughts I hear about creativity growing up? And you can move that to writing instead of creativity. You can interchange them. And here are some additional questions to ask yourself. Writing is fill in the blank. What are some beliefs I have around writing? Writing is for blank type of people. This is just your belief system. Who you think a writing writer is. Another question is, what do I hate about writing? What do I love about writing? What did I learn as a child about writing? Have those beliefs changed as I've grown up? What type of writing or creativity do I believe I can't have? What type of writing and creativity do I believe I can have? For my entire life, what has creativity and writing meant to me? And then journal your answers. That will help you befriend your writing and creativity by getting to know it. And then you can talk to your creativity like you would a regular person in order to grow it, in order to enliven it so that it can actually make the imprint it was always meant to make in this life. And then, you know, allow yourself to maybe envision where you want to be in five, 10 years. You don't have to be realistic. It doesn't matter if you've never seen it before or you don't know how it will happen. Envision it, write it down. And if you feel anxiety or hesitation or you feel stupid, just take a deep breath. Give yourself a break and continue when you feel ready and comfortable in continuing. The key is really to be imperfect because that is where the journey is. That is where creativity is birthed from. Each small step is valuable and it will get you to the next answer. It's a catalyst within a catalyst. All right. So that's all I wanted to share today about developing a healthy relationship with your creativity and writing. If you have additional ideas about how to cultivate that relationship and bond more and grow more with it, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. I wish you all nothing but the very best in your writing journey journeys and in your writing journals. 
<laughs> and in your life in general. Take care.